0: Oh, my God.
1: You're listening to Renegade Talk Radio.
2: Two years ago, we reported the research of Pfizer head Mike Yeadon and Craig Particooper that showed how certain batches of the COVID vaccines were deadly and others were not and showed how red states in America were sent more deadly batches than blue states. But the masses were not able to face these facts, so they accepted the lies of the MSM. Nine months ago, we reported how the CDC's own data supports the findings of Yeadon and Parta Cooper. But the masses still chose the comfortable lies over the uncomfortable truth that our governments and medical professionals are murdering us. Last week, the scientist entrusted with New Zealand's vaccine program went public with data that vindicates this as well
3: i was involved with building a project uh helped with um implementing a, a, a vaccine payment system for our providers it's called um, a pay per dose system so it means that every time someone gets vaccinated they get um they get a payment for it as a provider and when i was looking at the data which is part of my job i noticed some discrepancies with the dates Um, Of death, people getting people dying within a week of being vaccinated what I did with the data was um, look at the top 10 um, batches that were had a high death count, a high mortality rate and I put them on a chart I counted the number of vaccinated within that batch and then I found out who was dead?
0: And this is Pfizer's batch number one. We've had yeah. 711 from
3: batch number one vaccinated. 152 of those died, which makes a 21 percent percentage yeah. death That's death rate mortality rate, rate from mortality from rate. So the top V1 has vaccinated 246 people. And 60 of them are now no us.
0: That That is nearly 25%. One
3: in four. Nearly one in four that that person vaccinated is now dead. Look at this one.
0: 621 by vaccinator, the third highest vaccinator. 621,
3: 104 people dead. Nearly 17% of the people they jabbed. There are more people dying than ever before. These are the the biggest number of deaths we've seen
2: in history. A member of UK Parliament brought this up in session but
4: was dismissed. Mr Deputy Speaker, it's the vaccines that are causing excess deaths in New Zealand just like it's the vaccines causing excess deaths in the UK and elsewhere. So can we please have a statement now from the government suspending these uh, experimental mRNA vaccines before any more death and harm
5: is done to our population. Thank you.
3: Um, I thank the honourable gentleman for raising this question. Um, I think in New Zealand there are over 11 million doses of the COVID vaccine administered. Uh, in England it was uh, 100, and uh, in England and Wales it was 150 uh, million and it's estimated that over uh, 120,000 deaths were prevented by COVID vaccines in England up to the end of September uh, 2021. I disagree with the Honourable Gentleman in what he says about the critical um, uh, issue of, of vaccinations. I think they're life-saving. The report which the Honorable Gentleman refers to has been debunked around the world. He fails to mention the part that reads, and I quote, that uh, while an adverse event uh, can occur after vaccination, that does not mean it was caused by the vaccination.
2: And in the Philippines, the government has voted to launch an investigation into COVID vaccine deaths.
0: We are shocked uh, to find out that there were
2: 262,000 262,000 deaths on 2021 alone and after that 2022 nagkaroon pa rin 67,000 deaths and these are all uh, unexplained deaths no? so there's a motion that to conduct an uh, investigation on this uh, issue uh, uh, concerning the 213,984 excess deaths and this is Julie's second death uh, Any objection? getting on the said motion is now approved. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese.
4: It's Friday, December 8th, year of our Lord, 2023. And. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen.
5: Welcome to The American Journal, and what a good morning it is. One hour ago, 6.51 a.m., Norm Pattis, Owen Troyer's lawyer, posted this. Owen Troyer has been released from the Bureau of Prisons. Now, we don't know if he's still being processed we haven't talked to him yet, but we've got people on the ground, and we will bring you the word of Owen's release just as soon as it's happened. But according to his lawyer, he has been released in some form. And that's just the first bit of good news. Also, the Alex Jones-Tucker Carlson interview took the Internet by storm yesterday. It's practically the only thing I've seen on Twitter since it was released. Alex Jones has been trending top of the list since then. And there's even a lot of discussion from Elon Musk about letting Alex Jones back on the platform. We'll see if that happens by the end of the day. I can't imagine that he is not seeing the outpouring of support for Alex Jones being back on that free speech platform. It's been a very big week for InfoWars. In fact, I even count the incredible showing by Vivek Ramaswamy – At the debate as a InfoWars victory, as he practically sounded like Alex Jones up there. And then, of course, went on Alex Jones's show the day after. We've just been racking up victories across the board story at InfoWars. Alex Jones makes a series of terrifying predictions coming to the West. We'll show you some highlight clips from that interview a little bit later. We're going to be covering a lot of immigration as well as some fallouts to the anti-Semitism hearings and controversy At Ivy League schools, we'll talk a little bit about Israel, the failing Ukraine war. Everything's getting geared up, it looks like, to be an extremely exciting 2024. Alex Jones has his predictions. I think he's got a pretty clear-eyed view of what lies ahead. I have my own interpretation as well. I've been playing out in my mind, what if I was the man behind the curtain? What if I was... The puppet master and had total control over human events. How would I orchestrate things? I think I have a I think I have a pretty good guess as to how things would unfold to be most in favor of the globalist operation. And we'll run through that a little bit later today as well. But I'm happy to be back here at American Journal. We don't know what Owen's plan is. Everything's still a little bit up in the air, like I said. We haven't actually been able to talk to him yet, but we do have crews on the ground awaiting his release and we'll tell you what his plan is just as soon as we know it he could be he could be back today he could be in the chair in the war room today if he so chooses it's entirely up to him and i wouldn't blame him if he wanted to take a week just to lie on the grass somewhere he hasn't seen the sun in weeks so we'll we'll let him have a little transition period <laughs> if that's what he wants but whatever happens we'll be the first to know and first to tell you so let's begin Today, as we do every day with our daily dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your daily dispatch for Friday, the 8th of December, 2023. Gateway Pundit reports Alex Jones claims government sources confirm Joe Biden wanders White House naked at night and is drugged up. Tucker Carlson says Biden is, quote, pumped full of amphetamines. This is just my favorite headline. Detailing the interview uh, between Tucker Carlson and Alex Jones in a recent bombshell interview released on Thursday by Tucker Carlson media personality, Alex Jones made not so surprising claims about Joe Biden's behavior within the White House. In his discussion with Carlson, Jones asserted that he has information from government sources suggesting that Biden roams the White House halls naked during the night, allegedly unaware of his own identity. The interview covered a spectrum of issues, but it was Jones's allegations regarding Joe Biden's nighttime activities that left the most significant mark. Although I'll leave that up to you to decide, as I said, we'll show some highlight clips from that interview a little bit later in the show. But just one of a myriad of revelations made by Alex Jones during that absolute bombshell and highly viral interview. Meanwhile, Hunter Biden has been indicted on multiple felony tax charges, including office expenses and deductions for, quote, over-the-hill strippers, whatever that means. On the same day as House Republicans formalized the impeachment inquiry of President Joe Biden, the special counsel investigating Hunter Biden charged the president's son late Thursday on nine counts stemming from his failure to pay his federal taxes on time on millions in income from foreign businesses. And I wonder if this has anything to do with the recent demands from Congress that Hunter Biden testify before them. I wonder if they were keeping these charges in their back back pocket. After all, we've seen from uh, people like Marco Polo, who published an entire book detailing the Hunter Biden laptop, and literally hundreds of crimes he committed there, far worse than tax evasion. I mean, you're talking about the worst of the worst Crimes, human trafficking among them. These are These are tax crimes. These are white-collar crimes he's being charged with, and you do have to wonder if this is a method to prevent him from being able to testify to Congress by saying, well, he's in criminal proceedings. He can't jeopardize his case by testifying to Congress. The timing is extremely suspicious, and don't you just love that the House Republicans are formalizing the impeachment inquiry of Joe Biden. maybe, Maybe by the time he's out of office, they'll have filed the papers to actually impeach him. It's like well first they launched the inquiry now they're formalizing the inquiry soon they're gonna formalize the intention to launch the inquiry into the concept of impeachment it's just like all right well great so nothing so you're doing nothing in other words in other words the open border just the sheer blatant criminality the constant just insanity out of the joe biden white house and you're doing nothing to stop it fantastic that's just wonderful Meanwhile, and this will be a story that we focus on today, UPIN President Liz McGill called to re- resign by Wharton board following disastrous testimony on anti-Semitism. Former UPenn trustee board member says, I was appalled by the lack of response, so I quit. Vahan Girigan, who resigned from UPIN's board of trustees, joins the Ingram angle to discuss the board's horrible dynamic and what prompted him to resign. University of Pennsylvania President Liz McGill has been asked to resign by the board of Uh, Penn's Wharton Business School, according to a letter obtained by Fox News Digital. And this is just one of a huge variety of ways that pressure is being wielded against not just Liz McGill, but Ivy League presidents across the board for daring to allow their students to oppose the ongoing genocide in Gaza. How dare you? You get back to doing what you were doing before, which was holding entire courses about abolishing whiteness. (laughs) Yeah, you just get back to your normal activities of promoting communism and transgenderism and all of the horrible things that are destroying America. You get get right back to that. And how dare you support anti-Semitism by which we mean free speech. (laughs) We'll get into it. Don't worry, folks. We will certainly get into it. Meanwhile, another big story today will be immigration – as it is just more and more outrageous as the days go on. Newsweek.com reports migrants given $5,000 gift cards after crossing the border. An Arizona sheriff who moonlights as a Republican candidate for U.S. Senate has claimed that undocumented migrants are are being given $5,000 gift cards after illegally crossing the southern border. We actually uh, have that video, and we can go to it now. Uh, Oh, we can. All right. All right, we'll go to it soon, but we do have that video of the sheriff explaining the $5,000 gift cards given to migrants as they illegally cross our border. Where they're coming from, well, wouldn't you be surprised to know it's likely from your tax dollars. So while you're struggling and just trying to keep the lights on and you're family fed this holiday season, know that $5,000 gift cards are being handed to people who make it across the border, including, and we have a video of a migrant, an interview with a migrant. He's a, he's a literal Twitch streamer from Morocco that came to America to claim asylum. His job was to play video games, and he's coming to America to claim asylum as if he's a, a suffering refugee. It is ridiculous. Finally, we have this man arrested after driving truck into spectators at Bakerfield's christmas parade well, was it an accident or was it a terrorist attack well, it was against christians at a christmas parade so the media doesn't care we'll be back stay with us
6: where were you when humanity was fighting for its life where were you when the globalists were caught trafficking millions of children for sex slavery worldwide where were you when the new world order was starting world war three with russia well i know where you are you're watching and listening to InfoWars.com right now, and I salute you and thank you. And I want to encourage all of you who've been in this fight so long to realize we've reached the critical juncture in the battle now, and a key tool in that fight is the Great Awakening, defeating the globalists, and launching the next great renaissance. This is my second book, part two of The Great Reset and the War for the World. It's a longer book, a quite frankly, a more powerful book. And just like the last book went to number one, it is up to you to send it number one right now. This is a cultural fight against the globalists, and it funds the InfoWar. Get signed or unsigned copies of The Great Awakening right now at InfoWarStore.com. I want to thank you all for your support. This is a book everybody needs. Get your copy of The Great Awakening right now. What have you had a chance to take on The Globalist? What have you had a chance to stand up against everything the UN and Bill Clinton? And Barack Obama and all these globalists are doing. Would you support it? Well, guess what? We're not some fly-by-night operation. I've been on air 29 years. And we have devastated the New World Order together. But now more than ever, I need your support. And I make it easy by bringing you the best books, the best films, the best supplements, the best water filtration, the best everything. And right now for Christmas, only a week or so left, Free shipping store wide, double Patriot points, X2 back in stock, massively discounted. Vitamin Refusion Fusion, about to sell out, still discounted. Turbo Force, 10 hours of energy, back in stock. Please go to InfoWarStore.com right now, ladies and gentlemen, and get great products and fund the InfoWar. I respectfully ask for your support, and I thank you for your support. God bless.
4: You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
6: species by a guild of psychopaths and they must be defeated i'm gonna settle down excuse me i'm gonna come back to the next two segments take your calls excuse me all right
5: welcome back ladies and gentlemen this is the american journal i'm your host harrison smith we have a lot to talk about today we are eagerly awaiting word from our crew on the ground getting alec uh, getting Owen troyer out of prison again the latest we've heard is that about an hour ago a little bit more from norm pattis Owen's uh, lawyer is that he, he has been released, whether he's still processing, whether he's out, we uh, will we'll get the word. And as soon as we do, we will let you know. So stay tuned for updates on that. I have to imagine Owen is just itching to get back on air, but I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he wants to. Maybe he's got his own plans. After all, he's had two months to think about what he was going to do. Once he gets out. So we're just excited to see where it goes. So stay tuned for that. Like I said, it's been a very, very big day, week for InfoWars. It's just been an absolutely massive month, really, with the Alex Jones game and just shattering the mainstream Overton window. With talk of globalism and the Great Reset making an appearance at the Republican debate alex jones interview with tucker carlson going absolutely viral and we do have some highlight clips from that and the crew can let me know whenever we uh, get those in just a little little behind the scenes thing here twitter changed their video algorithm at some point and so we have to it just takes an extra step to get videos into the uh, system here now because whatever they did makes it makes it a little bit harder but that's what the crew is for And that's why we appreciate when you go to InfoWarsStore.com to keep us on the air and keep us with the requisite crew to broadcast at this extremely high level. But we do have a heck of a lot of stories talk about the Hunter Biden indictments. We'll also be joined by Alex Newman at 10 a.m. I'm going to open up the phone lines for your calls in the second hour and we'll get into all of it. And we are going to show you some clips as soon as they uh, get in from the Tucker Carlson Alex Jones interview. We have the first couple ones. All right. Let's start then. Let's start with my choice. Let's start with my pick for the best 3.5 minutes of the Tucker Jones crossover event. This is clip number seven. I just thought this little chunk really summed up the whole game plan and Obviously, the interview is an hour and a half long. I just thought if you were going to take one thing away, here's the rundown. It's not necessarily the most hilarious part of the interview. There were very funny parts, and we'll show you some of those later. Uh, maybe not the most like Alex Jonesian like over-the-top thing, but he just he just lays out the plan from start to to end. And if you were just taking notes, the bullet points that Alex hits in this little chunk, oh, I've been talking too long. We don't even have time to play that yet my bad let's start with one of the funniest ones then let's start with one of the uh, hilarious clips and it's the headline i read earlier alex jones claims government sources confirm joe biden wanders the white house naked at night let's go now to clip number two
6: you see the system the media going after biden and he deserves it but they were covering it up until now now they're covering the laptop now they're covering attack on the dog now they're covering you know all of his senility all the corruption the chinese spies hacking a dog what a pig he is i'm sorry well i, I mean know. i was told that by secret service and by uh yeah. people that let's just say work with them and i'm gonna leave it at that but, but i actually have a contact for you I'd like to be able to hear it from them but when this is over i'll let you actually hear it from yourself i think they'll tell you off record i think they're willing to talk to you uh but yeah he he, he is completely out of his mind he wanders around for the entire two and a half years but it's getting worse naked in the white house uh, in the middle of the night, doesn't know who he is. They have to give him a bunch of drugs, yeah. a bunch of amphetamines in the morning. Then they've got to drug him uh, at night. Sometimes he's got to, though, he'll like be out for the morning for a while and then comes back out at night for a ball. That's when there's a
1: real problem. He is on drugs. I, I have established that. I know someone who witnessed it. I'm not guessing at this. I know someone personally who witnessed him uh, taking amphetamines. And this was this was during the 2016, uh, 20, 2020 election.
6: So how's this gonna? Go? That's huge. I know you don't play games. You've been prefer- no, I don't play
5: games. Pumped up on an- amphetamines is that why there's been an Adderall shortage for like a year and a half? Is is the global supply of Adderall going towards propping up Joe Biden so that he can make just the most babbling nonsensical statements? in front of everybody does that also perhaps explain the psychosis that's evident when he flips from smiling and genial to furious and yelling in an instant isn't that a side effect of heavy amphetamine use it's just completely insane and i i published in the daily dispatch on my substack yesterday a meme somebody had made that's just been been rattling around uh, my brain ever since i saw it it's pretty simple but obvious they installed Biden to make the controlled demolition of America appear as incompetence. When in reality, it is obviously purposeful and designed. And of course, people really running this country right now are people like Anthony Blinken, Victoria Nuland, Robert Kagan. Probably. Uh, did you vote for any of them? Have you ever voted for any of them? No? Well, they've run our foreign policy for decades. So that's how this works. We've got a drugged up old psychopath in the white house who's just a puppet for lifelong bureaucrats that have gotten us into war after war and they're still doing it to break free or else
2: naturally sourced from the finest hemp plants in america rebel zen offers the absolute finest quality cbd available and at the lowest prices Extracted using a cold-pressed technique to retain the molecular integrity of the cannabinoids and terpenes within the plant, this full-spectrum formula ensures that your nervous system gets the full benefits of CBD. Premium quality organic CBD like Rebel Zen has been shown to naturally reduce anxiety, relieve pain, and decrease inflammation. People have reported a reduction in symptoms of insomnia, arthritis, seizures, chronic pain, and epilepsy. Several studies have shown it helps to reduce cortisol, increase serotonin, and boost vitality. Order yours today at InfoWarsStore.com.
6: InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today.
4: you're listening to the american journal with your host harrison smith
5: welcome back ladies and gentlemen let's go back out to some of the highlights i think from the tucker carlson alex jones interview after all the whole thing is an hour and a half long i don't blame you if you don't have time to watch the whole thing although you can watch it double speed on twitter and uh, download all the information in a rapid way. But in case you didn't have time to watch it, or in case you watched it and uh, information overload, we'll go back over some of the more important clips. Again, this is my vote for the most important 3.5 minutes. That's just how long it happened to be. But Alex Jones really does run the gamut here. He really does lay out point by point the way in which so many things that we're seeing – be spread from the media, World Economic Forum, government policies, how it all ties in together to build a system of total control under globalism. This is like the thesis that ties everything, the grand unified theory of conspiracy. Here's Alex Jones breaking it down for Tucker Carlson.
6: So that's why the WEF and the UN are coming in in in, in Ireland and in areas of Asia and in the Netherlands, and saying, by 2030, 80% of your cows have got to be dead. And they just banned like 30% this year in the Netherlands. And it didn't matter people were 80% against it in polls. It didn't matter. uh, They sent the military in against the peaceful farmers that were just protesting, just like the peaceful truckers in Canada got brutally attacked. And so they're all WEF globalist alumni that the big banks on record bragged, they've penetrated the cabinets, to, to quote Klaus Schwab. They've put their operatives in to cut off our energy, demoralize us, release the hardened criminals, put the political activists in prison, uh, continue to cut off the resources to make an angrier world. Klaus Schwab says, we're going to make the world collapse. We're going to have everybody turn against each other. We're going to blame the political classes that we own and control. And then when we're done, we'll bring in our new solution. But first, they have to demolish the cultures and societies that we had before with the fentanyl, with the open borders, with the demoralization, and then they bring in their next phase, which is a high-tech, cashless society, robot drone-controlled nightmare. Uh, More than half of the U.S. in their official UN maps that they've had for more than 25 years, that are in some of my first films, show half the U.S. off-limits to humans, uh, uh, all cars left to have GPS, everybody by law have to have a cell phone at all times. Australia just did this last year, tr- 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 tried to push it through. And that's the admitted global UN standardized plan, where you don't leave your house without a cell phone. Every car uh, is, is uh, robot kill switch, GPS controlled. California is moving to ban all the quote classic cars. That's any car that doesn't have a digital uh, ignition. And they admit it's for control. So if people think things are bad now, The straitjacket, the ball and chain is going on. It's all being militarily run. Our military is great men and women, but at the top, our military has been globalist, trained, new world order people for at least 30, 40 years. They've got almost every general, every person under their control. And that's why it came out in the UK and and Europe and also here in Canada. You pull up the headlines, defense department purposely scared public into lockdowns, masking and taking inoculations. UK headline, uh, British Ministry of Defense secretly brainwashed and terrorized public. Canada, same headline. They even let you know, oh, the military is here to do this. And now, oh, the CIA and Justice Department is there to help surveil the public to stop disinformation. And it it turned out, of course, almost all that disinformation was true uh, Always about everything. So we have to understand, our governments have been seized. The big corporations want to get rid of the American idea. You got 50 acres and your house and a business and a farm and you can take care of your family and and, and you're independent. They have to destroy all that because the rest of the world aspires to that. Instead, they want 15-minute cities, central bank digital currencies. Uh, They want uh, all of these systems that track and trace everything you do in the social credit scores and the plan for the rest of the public. Uh, I mean, we're talking 99 percent is 250 square foot coffin apartments, uh, 5G bathing you in them, uh, literally eating bug protein. And
5: And that is that's it. Living in a box like a bug, eating bugs, being a colony member like a bug. It's a bug life that they're trying to create for us. And I really do think he just ties it all together there from the shutting down of farms to the disinformation programs, so-called by the inveterate liars that already control most of the media that we consume. They want all of it. They want total control. And he's exactly right. Of course, as always, we'll go to one more uh, clip here. This is clip number one. Here's Alex Jones making some chilling predictions from the years ahead. This again from the uh, exclusive Tucker Carlson Alex Jones interview now available on X. Let's watch the predictions.
6: And so the earth is being put into a countdown collapse right now. And so I'm like the fisherman when the tidal wave comes in and I'm like, oh my God, my wife and children are about to die. And, and, and so I'm not really worried about me because I'm a man. I did this. I knew it was coming. I've been proven right. And I'm not happy I was proven right. I wish we could have gotten ahead of this and stopped it. Yeah, we have a lot of credibility now that people see we, that we were right. So maybe we can stop the next phase of it. But the globalists have gone from testing phase beta test phase into full operational now. And they say, read their writings, we are going to have a post-industrial world by 2030. We will have no personal cars by 2030. You will be eating bugs by 2030. And we will start uh, the the depopulation of 90% of the people by 2045. That is the official WF, official UN, official club of Rome plan. What do you mean the depopulation? They want to bring the world population down to 500 million. But I thought we were opposed to genocide, no? Or no? I guess we're not. Well, you know, we're told now, don't have children, it's bad for the earth. And we're told all this, and Elon Musk is right, and is a hero for pointing out all the actuaries show, if you don't have 2.1 children, a man and a woman, people go, well, a man and a woman can have 2.1. It's, it's in the aggregate, folks, out of billions. If a country doesn't have 2.1, 2.2 replacement rate, then you don't have people to take care of the old folks, society collapses. And so uh, Japan's 1.3, Italy's 1.3. They're done as cultures. Uh, America without immigrant influx is uh, about 1.6. That's not that's not viable. Uh, and so, and I'm not just talking about white people only here, but white people are 7% of the world population, maybe eight. Uh, and so I would be sad if the last of the Eskimos were dying. I, I mean, I'm sad that the Japanese within a hundred years, uh, there might be 20 million of them. But just to my
1: previous question, About, and without getting too personal, but like, I mean, I feel a little bit enervated and down just hearing your dot connecting here. Like, what's the effect on you over 25 years? I mean, if you literally foresee 9-11 before it happens, and you did, and it can be proven, we just proved it. Like, what is that? What's that like to
6: live with that weird ability? Well, I mean, I know a specific clip. Um, I, I specifically say call the White House, tell them we know they're going to let Al Qaeda attack us, Bin Laden, and then and then and then take our rights. And I say call the White House. I, I put the number out, so I put my money where my mouth was. And that's the only time I ever said call the White House and tell them stop a particular event. I'm now saying we need to call the White House and say you've let tens of thousands of military-aged men from the Middle East in. We know a lot of them are Hezbollah and and Hamas. The FBI has confirmed that. And so, when and if there's big terror attacks, which I believe will probably happen in America. We're not going to have Homeland Security to get more funds and more power and grope us at the airports more. I want prison time for uh, the agencies and groups that have allowed this. and I, and yes. I want, I want oh, Biden, I want Biden impeached now, okay? That's why we got rid of McCarthy. It, it needs to happen. Leaving the border open when there is a clear and present danger of this going on. And when we're very close to war with Iran, we go to war with Iran. They're going to activate Hezbollah, okay? And then that, they, they make Hamas look like choir boys. And, and and so you want to hear a prediction here. It's a probability, not a pure prediction. But I mean I, if we go to war with Iran, guaranteed sleeper cells activate, it'll make what happened in Israel look tame in comparison. I'm not lessening what happened there. So I, I'm simply and, and then and then again, where's the logic? The government that allows that to happen should go to prison. I agree. But instead, like nine eleven, they're gonna get more power when it happens. Mark my words.
5: Problem, reaction, solution. They do it over and over. And, of course, we talked yesterday quite a bit on the anniversary of Pearl Harbor about how that, of course, was allowed and how almost every war America has been in in the last 200 years has been predicated on a false flag. It's almost like we're just waiting for the next one. We're just waiting for the next shoe to drop, the the next attack that we know is coming and that we know will be orchestrated, planned or allowed to happen by the people in charge, just like October 7th in Israel was allowed to happen by the Israelis, who apparently, latest intelligence, moved the Nova music festival into the danger zone days before, despite knowing that the attack was coming.
6: What would you do if there was a tyrannical, totalitarian world government taking over whose plan was to kill 90% of the world population and they were already beginning to do it? You would rally against it, you would fight it. And that's what we're doing. This is the reality of 2023. I just want to thank listeners and viewers for your last year's support and want to encourage you now more than ever to spread the word about the broadcast, to pray for the broadcast, to take clips and share it from the broadcast, and to buy products that enrich your life at InfoWarsTore.com. We have the signed or unsigned copy of my new book, The Great Awakening, The Plan to Defeat the Globalist and Launch the Second Renaissance. Twice as long as my last book, incredibly powerful, signed or unsigned, InfoWarsTore.com. And we have X2 finally back in stock after over year infowarstore.com we have turbo force 10 hour clean energy back in stock and a bunch of other great products as well so please visit infowarstore.com and do your christmas shopping there fund the infowar and get great products all the same time
2: in the early 1900s certain companies were off gassing highly toxic fluoride gases into the atmosphere the surrounding communities began to get sick laws were enacted to compel these corporations to install scrubbers to convert these gases into fluorosilicic acid, still highly toxic, but containable. Now these companies had a stockpile of this poison and there was no affordable way to dispose of it. Lucky for them, one of their major stockholders was also the secretary of the treasury who was responsible for the public health service at the time. And by 1950, the US government began buying this toxic untreated industrial waste product and dumping it into our drinking water Reputable studies show that it's causing various cancers and other disease. With the Alexa Pure Pro, you can have clean drinking water and a remedy to this madness. Available now at InfoWarsStore.com.
4: You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
5: All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna move on from the Alex Tucker interview. Although we could literally fill up the whole show with clips from it, there's a lot in there. There's a lot in there, and of course, on the cusp of this, I mean, everybody was very excited, thinking it may happen, may have happened yesterday, but it never did. Elon Musk did say he will consider bringing back Alex Jones back to X. He announced a poll that he would hold and plans to watch the Tucker Carlson interview. We'll see. We'll see. But certainly this is more positive news in terms of us getting back on X than ever before. No reason not to. And, of course, it's been discussed quite a bit that the reason they were kicked off was total BS. It was for basically bullying Oliver Darcy, the bootlicking snitch, the professional snitch. And, of course, Owen was kicked off for advocating, a pro- advocating protesting, unconstitutional, ridiculous, and now, beyond any doubt, everybody recognizes totally pointless COVID interventions. So there really is no reason for us not to be back on. But Elon Musk, uh, Elon Musk continues to keep us out. But hopefully that will end today. We'll see. Again, we'll be joined by Alex Newman in the third hour to talk about globalism on a wide scale at a bird's eye view level. But let's get into one of the things that Alex was talking about there in that video. In fact, there's there's two things to do. Before we move on from the Tuck Carlson, uh, Alex Jones interview, one thing I saw from a lot of people on the right was criticizing Alex Jones for saying things like, China owns Hollywood. So if that was ridiculous, obviously – being like he's not talking about the jews the jews own hollywood not china what he's talking about is literally buying up studios this is a publicly known process that's happening there's a story from public discourse the journal for the witherspoon institute how china is taking over hollywood in 2020 chinese ticket sales exceeded ticket sales in the united states making china the number one box office market in the world the huge market share means that hollywood has begun tailoring its casting storyline and dialogue to fit chinese non-american audiences and in the 2010s, many Hollywood studios were bought wholesale by Chinese companies. Wanda bought AMC for $2.6 billion and Legendary Entertainment for $3.5 billion. And, of course, the what that means is that these are Chinese companies that are subject to the Chinese Communist Party censorship, meaning that American movies for American audiences made by American studios are being subjected to censorship by a foreign government. That's not okay and it's very real and it's obviously happening i get you can say like well but they're still making movies that you know they edit movies for the chinese market or they make movies that don't do well in china because they are so quote liberal leftist or whatever uh, which is obviously true but it's also a major schism that's happening and at the end of the day these chinese companies are buying billion dollar american movie studios to service Chinese customers and Chinese audiences. That's a foreign takeover of not just our industry, which they've already done, not just our manufacturing, which happened a long time ago, but now our entertainment, which, you know, just represents an even greater incursion into our culture beyond just the physical takeover of companies and infrastructure – But the companies and infrastructure that produce the content that creates our culture, it's being surrendered for monetary gain by the people that own it to communist China. It's kind of a big deal and is reality, and the headlines are there, and they've uh, been published since about 2010 when the takeover started. So I just wanted to point that out because I see – I just saw a lot of people that I follow and like – questioning things like that from alex jones and it's like well just just type it into google just search it and to search china owns hollywood in google and the stories pop up and you can see where all this information is coming from it's not just a talking point it is reality that is happening and of course it's happening on multiple different levels and with the co-signing and agreement from the american people who'd owned the studios willingly signing it over to communist china to allow their government say over what our audience what our domestic audiences actually take in and of course he's talking about how then that's used to pump out movies that have a, a specific anti-american anti-christian message to the rest of the country to create the racial divides to collapse us internally because the whole point is to weaken us and soften us up because as of now and for all of history america has been more or less inconquerable uninvadable, thanks to our uh, You know, cultural power, military power and domestic strength. But that's all being worn down systematically. And that should be obvious. Of course, one of the biggest ways they're destroying America from within is the open border program, which I mean, at this point, it's so it's so ridiculous. Any claims these people make about asylum seekers and this is necessary and it would take violence to protect the border. That's what Andrew uh, Alejandro Mayorkas said, that it's antithetical to our beliefs to protect our border completely as as if it's violence to protect your border. As if you standing there on your border or just on a personal note, if you're standing in your home with the door locked, you go, don't break in and somebody's trying to break in. They're the ones committing violence. They're the ones instigating the conflict. You responding to that is not aggression. It's not you being overly violent. It's you reacting to an invasion that's taking place, and it is a full-fledged invasion. We covered the story during the Daily Dispatch about $5,000 gift cards. Here's the video of it, clip number 16. Here's an Arizona sheriff explaining that migrants are getting a $5,000 visa gift card for illegally crossing our border let's watch
2: you know we see all these people coming across mostly military aged men coming from china from africa from all over the world uh, most of them not even being vetted when they come in here but here's what's really going to bother you when these folks come across and they're processed they're being given a cell phone a plane ticket to wherever they want to go in this country so probably to a community near you and a $5,000 Visa card. So while this Christmas season, you're struggling to keep your lights on, uh, while you're struggling to pay your rent, put Christmas presents under the tree for your kids, we have our government giving people that came into this country illegally $5,000 gift cards. That's the truth, folks. God bless.
5: Uh, yeah, pretty messed up. He doesn't say where the the gift cards are coming from. I mean, he sort of insinuates that's from the American government, but could very well be from the U.N., which, you know, gets funds from the American government. So whether it goes through one laundry cycle of the American government taking your money and giving it to foreigners who are invading your country or given to the U.N., who then orchestrates the invasion of your country and funds it to the tune of five thousand dollars a pop or whether it's to George Soros with his seemingly endless billions of dollars giving it uh, to these people. $5,000 $5,000 as a reward. I mean even if you didn't want to come to America, wouldn't that make you wouldn't that make you want to come? Well, what would you do for 5? That's a lot of money, $5,000. People will kill people over $5,000. I've I've seen it. I mean there's criminals out there. They'll knowingly murder somebody for 5,000 bucks. These people are told, "Hey, you just get on the bus we chartered for you. You take this ride, this plane trip that we Paid for from Africa or wherever. Go to the southern border. We'll pick you up. We'll take you there. You'll get the app. Sign into the app. You're now an asylum seeker. Here's your $5,000 gift card and plane ticket to Minneapolis. What is going on? I mean this is just a literal full-fledged invasion and I'm like at a loss for words as to how or why they're getting away with this. I get why they're doing it understand why they're doing it because it's all part of a giant globalist scheme to collapse America and usher in a one world government. That I understand how nobody sees this is what's happening and is standing up against it. That's the baffling part. And of course, it's happening in Ireland. It's happening all over Western Europe, predicated on the idea that we need workers to uphold the pension system because it's a Ponzi scheme that requires and necessitates the fantasy of infinite growth forever which is impossible and then they come and all of them go on welfare you're seeing here videos of the migrant hotels in new york the official count is that from the tens of thousands who are now sitting on their phones on new york streets two percent of them have even applied for work permits yet 98 percent of them living on and planning to for the foreseeable future subsist on handouts of your tax dollars And so not only are they not doing what they're ostensibly doing, which is absurd anyway, propping up the pension system as if the population exists for the economy and not the other way around. Not only is that not happening, it's just costing us more money to keep them here in the first place. It's just a scam. It's just a giant invasion and a scam. It's ridiculous. We'll be right back.
6: What have you had a chance to take on the globalist? What if you had a chance to stand up against everything the UN and Bill Clinton and Barack Obama and all these globalists are doing? Would you support it? Well, guess what? We're not some fly-by-night operation. I've been on air 29 years, and we have devastated the New World Order together. But now more than ever, I need your support, and I make it easy by bringing you the best books, the best films, the best supplements, the best water filtration, the best everything. And right now for Christmas, only at... Week or so left. Free shipping store wide. Double Patriot points. X2 back in stock. Massively discounted. Vitamin Fusion, about to sell out. Still discounted. Turbo Force, 10 hours of energy. Back in stock. Please go to InfoWarStore.com right now, ladies and gentlemen, and get great products and funding the InfoWar. I respectfully ask for your support and I thank you for your support. God bless.
4: You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith.
5: All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Second hour of American Journal is on this Christmas season live broadcast. I want to remind you to go to InfoWarsStore.com to keep us on the air and in the fight. You're seeing that we are having massive success across the board. I explained it a little bit yesterday. There's just a, There's a Buddhist saying that I just have thought about ever since I first heard it in like middle school, where it goes, watch your thoughts, they become your words. Watch your words, they become your actions. Watch your actions, they become your habits. Watch your habits, they become your character. And... Obviously, that's a warning against bad thoughts leading to bad words, leading to a bad character, but the opposite is equally true. And if you can think good thoughts, say good things, and have good habits, you get a good character. And this works on a national level as well as a personal level. And I really do feel like for all of Infor's existence, we've been talking about what's going on, we've been trying to explain to people the purposeful designed collapse of the Western world in order to usher in a global government, but it's remained in the realm of like thoughts. We're not here just saying this just to say it. It has to lead to action has to lead from us saying it to the mainstream media, being aware of it and talking about it to the action being taken to address these issues, to correcting the character of our whole nation, which at this point is a decrepit failing deceitful murderous sort of character into a beneficent loving powerful character so i really do think that we've with the vivek ramaswamy statements on stage at the debate to the alex jones tucker carlson interview breaking through the mainstream it's like finally these the thoughts that have been cloistered here you know on in the in the deep hidden pockets of the internet is finally breaking through and being talked about. It's becoming words and soon we'll see action and soon we'll see a correction to the path that we've been headed down for so long. we It's not going to happen overnight, but the process is taking place. And that's all thanks to you going to InfoWarsStore.com, keeping us on the air and keeping us dedicated to this mission that we've always known will have success if we just stick to it, if we just keep telling the truth, keep Waking people up to the reality of what's happening, humanity is not gone yet. We are not so devastated yet that the truth cannot correct our issues. So we'll continue on this mission. We are dedicated and all in. All that we ask of you is that you go to InfowarsStore.com and get a fantastic product like Turbo Force Plus, the absolutely incredible energy drink mix. Gives you long-lasting and powerful energy. One of my favorite products, and now back in stock and on sale at Infowars Store. But let's get back to the takeover. Let's get back to the downfall. Let's get back to the open treasonous conspiracy to flood our country with tens of millions of migrants on the basis of asylum, despite that not being the case at all, even according to the people who the uh, Democrats tell us are claiming asylum. You ask the people and they're like, I'm here for the money, actually. I'm fine. I just want money. Let's go to clip number eight here. I think this is uh, Bill Malugin, intrepid Fox reporter, asking some of the people who crossed into Lukeville, Arizona, where they plan on going and what they plan on doing in the U.S. Let's watch. Where in the United States do you want to go? Detroit. California,
0: New York City,
5: Nueva York,
0: New York City. I have family members there.
5: Miami. Y a dónde vas en los Estados Unidos? Qué ciudad? Omaha. Omaha, Nebraska.
0: Miami, Omaha. Oklahoma. Oklahoma? Carolina,
5: Detroit? Really? <laughs> They're like, I hear it's the Paris of the West. It's like... <laughs> it's like a newspaper from 50 years ago. He's <laughs> like, Detroit, it looks wonderful. It's like, have fun. <laughs> Enjoy your time in Detroit. Yeah, they're going everywhere. They're going everywhere. They're not running from anything. They're not women. They're not children. They're not families. They're grown men who are coming here to take advantage of the open border. Is this so complicated? We have to end the system. We have to end the asylum system.
4: You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith.
5: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Here's an interesting Phenomenon taking place. John Fetterman defends reasonable border talks as fellow Dems fume. Pennsylvania's progressive, the Pennsylvania progressives comments follow his staunch support for Israel's war in Gaza, which has also befuddled some of his typical allies on the left. As stalled immigration negotiations imperil U.S. aid to Ukraine and Israel, Senator John Fetterman is blaming not only Republicans but also members of his own party for what he describes as a reflexive political resistance to a border security deal. He says, quote, I hope Democrats can understand that it isn't xenophobic to be concerned about the border. Fetterman said in an interview, it's a reasonable conversation and Democrats should engage. Well, imagine that as he slowly but surely regains brain function He's becoming more conservative. <laughs> what do you know? What do you know? I, I got to say, Fetterman has surprised me about certain things. This isn't the only thing he's sort of come around on. And it's wonderful to see. Well, I'll, I'll say it. I've called the man a mentally ill ogre enough times that, you know, but hey, he's right about this. He's right about this. So what am I supposed to say? It's good to see a Democrat Not fall into the, you know, racism game or xenophobia game and just say what literally everybody knows, that it's not violent or xenophobic or hateful to protect your border. It's the sole purpose of the government when you get right down to it. Completely strange. Bizarre indeed. $5,000 gift cards to people who cross over. Uh, By the way, that last video that we saw is in Lukeville, Arizona. We have another video of a highway in Lukeville, Arizona. Let's go now to clip number ten. We can just run this as B-roll. It is hordes of military-aged men wandering down the highway in Lukeville, Arizona. Let me go ahead and roll it. It just—they're just wandering down the highway, not even getting out of the ways of the cars. I mean, my God! But I guess this is. I guess this is the entitlement, right? Cross the border. He just throws a plastic bottle on the side of the road. you all see that. He's carrying a plastic bottle and just chunked it into the bushes on the side of the road. These are the wonderful new Americans that we're bringing in. Hey, look, there's actually some children there. What do you know? What do you know? It's only 90% military-aged men, not 100. So I guess that disproves my talking point, right? Uh, No, actually, it doesn't. Who are these people? Why are they here? Why are we letting them in? Who let them through? Who's giving them the $5,000 gift cards? We know the answers. It's the UN. It's us. It's our politicians that have designed the downfall of America and are now fulfilling the design. Not that complicated. Let's go now to clip number three. Won't play this whole thing. I haven't actually watched this yet, but the headline posted with it is pretty incredible. It is from Arizona. And it's a person from Morocco, a 20-year-old named Osama from Morocco, saying that he has to get money from america america owes him money because he paid seven thousand dollars to get here so he's done his part now the riches should come rolling in let's go now to clip number three do you care yeah no you don't
7: care that we have to pay for all of this
5: look look Look, uh, listen. Like Americans
7: are paying for all of this. Do you guys, you know that? Like this, you know, money doesn't come out of nowhere.
0: Look, if right? I pay seven thousand dollars for America, it's
7: so because you paid seven thousand dollars, and it's okay if we pay something. I don't something. care. I don't okay. care
0: if this is for America. I don't care.
7: So you're you're because you paid seven thousand. Yeah. It's okay that Americans it's have to okay. pay some money
0: too. Yeah, because America is uh, my dream. If America doesn't want me, I'm here for America. <laughs> yeah. Because I respect America. I respect American rules. Everything. Okay. Yeah. How hilarious but, is but that? But you
7: broke the rules coming in, though, right? No. Like, this isn't this is, this isn't legal. If it were, then you wouldn't be sitting out here, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, you know that. But you guys yeah. know that. Yeah. So you're saying you respect our rules, but you didn't follow the rules yeah, to get no, in. No, no.
0: I... Look... Uh, I mean, you know. I have, I, yeah, I know. I have no idea how to get visa to so travel to America. This but was your option w- in your. It's first. You. It's, first mistake. it's first mistake. First
8: mistake.
0: First mistake. Yeah. You literally Barbara, just no said he doesn't first care. And last mistake. <laughs> first and last. First, and last. Okay. Yeah. Mexico City to uh, Sonata, and we are here.
7: So why didn't you do it legally? Why didn't you do the CBP one?
0: the app mm. or go to a You didn't even download the uh, actually, app? I don't have any idea. You didn't even download the app? You just said,
7: I'm
0: going to do this. Actually, uh, I do this. Just, that's it. Yeah.
7: Did you know there's a legal, a more legal oh way to do this?
0: Uh, no, no. No? Not. First, I'm going to to New York City to my friend to help me for something. And I will buy a new bicycle. and <laughs> oh, he's going to buy a new bike. Okay, great. I will work Uber. How
7: are you going to buy a bicycle? What money? We do without him.
0: I have my credit card.
7: Okay, so you didn't get robbed over in Mexico? You have some stuff? You didn't get taken?
0: Um, no, just... Uh, I, I'm using just credit card.
7: How long was your journey and then how seven, much money? $7,000.
0: 7000
7: $7, Yeah. Okay. And yeah. you had that money? You had $7,000? My
0: money because uh, uh, actually I was a streamer in Morocco. A streamer? G- gamer, yeah. Okay. But uh, before coming here, I deleted all my video on YouTube and Facebook.
7: Okay. So now That's, you're going to Okay, a so you, okay, all right. Yeah. Let's just let's
5: That's just pull it down. Let's just pull it down. I mean that was worse than I thought it was going to be. That was legitimately worse than I even imagined it would be. Some what 20 25 year old dude from Morocco who's a video game streamer, he's a he's a professional video game player. Oh, he's claiming asylum. Oh, he's claiming refugee status. Except he's not even doing, He didn't even bother downloading the app. They're like, there's an app you can download that makes this legal. And he's just like, nah, nah. But hey, he paid $7,000. I don't know, 99% of Americans don't even have $7,000 extra to spend on anything. But he does, and he paid it to get here. So now we have to pay for him. In the beginning, it's the lady like, you know Americans have to pay for this. Like we don't want to, and we're paying for this. He's like, I don't care. <laughs> Who cares? What your your, gener- your generosity? I'm supposed to care about that? I'm supposed to appreciate that? No, I'm just taking advantage of you. I'm just taking advantage of your niceness. I'm not going to give anything back to you. You owe this to me, for me invading your country. My God, these are the people that were. Require- he's a he's a streamer. He's a video game streamer, professionally. In Morocco, but now he came here and he's going to go buy a bicycle in New York. Wonderful, isn't that wonderful? This is from Ali Bradley at Ali Bradley TV on Twitter. He tells me he's a streamer, gamer in his country, He's hoping to drive Uber in New York, where he says he has friends. He says he wants to pay into the system and work, despite legally not being able to do so. He and another guy from Morocco said they will easily find a way to make money here. He says he'd rather kill himself than go back to Morocco because there was no future there. He and others expressed gratitude and love for the president, Joe Biden. You think that's what they tell him to say? I mean, we know they tell him to – they give him scripts. They give him little check boxes to mark off. Okay, for you to claim asylum, you have to say you're in danger. You have to say you'll die if you'll go back. So just tell him you'll kill yourself. It will take the transgender route. Say, give me what I want. Do this for me or I'll kill myself. And now you're a refugee. Now you're an asylum seeker. He even says like, yeah, I'm just, I use the cards that they give me to to get here. Treason. It's treason. It's open, blatant, obvious treason. And on that topic, we're going to get into a very funny series of videos as a follow-up to our coverage yesterday of Vivek Ramaswamy's great replacement statement at the debate which made some people very angry and scared van jones of cnn among them he was literally shaking he was literally shaking like a cold chihuahua he was shivering at the idea that vivek ramaswamy would dare to bring up uh get this a policy that van jones himself has enunciated and given his approval of on the air at previous times so we'll show you both of those videos on the other side we'll get into some of the other news here because there's a lot to get to israel and the conflicts reverberations here in america as well stay tuned for that remember to go to infowarsstore.com to keep us on the air and in the fight for our very existence as a nation or as humanity itself
4: Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right,
5: welcome back, folks. So, we played the, played the video yesterday of Vivek Ramaswamy pointing out, not making any claims himself, but simply pointing out the facts, the reality, that the so called great replacement. Isn't a conspiracy theory, it is published policy of the Democratic Party and the U.N. Now, of course, my my little notation on this is that you shouldn't use the term great replacement. That's the term they like, that's the term they like to use. So if people are searching great replacement, obviously the first thing that comes up is it's a right-wing conspiracy theory, baseless, debunked. People go, is there a great replacement going on? I better search this great replacement. Okay, it's been debunked. All right, good. I don't need to read any more into that. Google said it was debunked. And that's as far as their journey down the rabbit hole goes. Instead, if you use the term replacement migration, you know what pops up if you Google replacement migration, the UN document, the official published white paper by the UN elaborating the literal policy that they have. It's a big paper called uh, Replacement Migration. It's the same phrase, Great Replacement, Replacement Migration. It's the same thing. It's just one leads you to the fact checkers telling you it's fake. The other leads you to the document showing that it's published, established UN policy for decades. So there's that. But Van Jones had a very hilarious reaction to this. We played this as well. We'll play it again. Clip 15, here's Van Jones of CNN melting down, literally shaking over Vivek talking about the great replacement.
8: Let's watch. And the smug, condescending way that he just spews this poison out yeah. is very, very dangerous because he won't stop Trump, but he's going to outlive Trump by about 50 years. And you're watching the rise of an American demagogue that is a very, very despicable person. Yeah. And I'm I, I, literally, I, I, was, I was shaking listening to him talk because a lot of people don't know that is one step away from Nazi propaganda coming out of his mouth.
5: Yeah, but the good thing, Van, you... My God, Nazi propaganda? The Nazis? Well, there's a, there's a rare comparison you don't hear very much. I mean, they were so bad. It's not just a phrase you want to throw around all over the place. Of course, the Indian guy talking about the published policy of the U.N. He's a Nazi, I guess. I also love these like he's a rising demagogue. No, he's a symptom of rising awareness in humanity. He's not saying anything that we haven't been saying for years. And they should be terrified that it's not just Donald Trump, but in the wake of Trump behind him, led by him and carried by him into the political sphere will be not just Vivek Ramaswamy. But a whole host, a whole crop of new politicians who are aware of the devious, deceitful, maniac plans of the globalists and are doing everything they can to defeat them. But let me not get too sidetracked. Let's instead watch another clip of Van Jones, this from a little, wise, a little ways before where he seems not just aware of the great re- replacement so-called theory, but in favor of it. Let's watch. Clip six.
8: And I think it'd be easier if we just acknowledge that it's difficult. No ethnic majority group in 10,000 years of human history that I could find ever went from being a majority to being a minority and liked it. And that's basically the request from the racial justice left, is that we want the white majority to go from being a majority to being a minority and like it. That's a tough requests and the reality is that change is hard change that you want is hard change that is good is hard so there you have it right not only
5: does he know and approve of the open conspiracy the established plan to make white people a minority in our own countries He's in favor of this. He thinks it's a good thing. But he also knows that we should not accept it, that it's perfectly reasonable to reject this, and it's an outrageous demand that we be okay with disenfranchisement and indeed elimination in our own countries. He's perfectly aware of this. So just just know, like people feel uncomfortable about advocating for white people's existence. They feel very – weird when they have to argue against the purposeful destruction of your demographic you don't have to they understand what they're doing van jones understands perfectly well that when he goes hey we expect you to be a minority in your own country and to like it that if we in return say uh no what the hell are you talking about why would we and we're not going to he knows perfectly well that his answer to that should be, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, why would you? No, but why would you want that? Nobody has ever wanted that, and it's a ridiculous thing to want on our behalf. So they know exactly what they're doing. So if somebody's like, uh, white people deserve to go down, you don't have to like act like they're doing something beneficial. You don't have to pretend like you're going along with it because you think it makes you a good person. You can just be like... What the hell are you talking about? No, 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 we're not in favor of that. We don't want that. And how dare you, quite frankly, how dare you suggest that we both accept this and approve of it? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Who would ever make this demand of anybody? The most racist, hateful, literally genocidal people in the world making this claim, making this demand of us. You can just say no. We say no, and we can just say, how would you like it? How would you like it if we did it to you? Nobody is expected to put up with this. Nobody should be expected to put up with this. And yet it's only white people that are being targeted on this, and we've explained why a million times over. And the demands are only getting greater. We're hoping to get an update uh, from Owen Schroer any minute here. Uh, We do have a crew on the ground, but we haven't received any updates yet, so we will be the first to see them, and we'll bring that to you uh, whenever we get them. We're going to move on to some other topics here. Before we do, i want to go to clip number 12. This is an absolutely hysterical comedy sketch making light of a very serious issue, but doing it in a very funny way. Let's go now to clip number 12. Get into it. Uh, What are your financial goals? Big goal, I'm trying to buy a house. (laughs) Yeah, right.
1: You'll never own a home. But I work 40 hours a week. That's awesome. Nobody cares. I I don't live paycheck to paycheck. No, you're not what we call paycheck to paycheck. You're what we call vacation to pet surgery. Oh. Have you ever had to replace all four tires on your car at once? Yeah. How was that for you?
9: Why are tires so expensive? No, that's not
1: good. Speaking of cars, seems like you paid your car off recently. Thank you, I did pay off my car. That's a big boy move. The very same month your student loans picked back up? I forgot about those. Everybody did. But I just got a raise. So did all the prices. Yeah, what's going on with the eggs? Whew, eggs are having a year. That's why I stopped eating. <laughs> when did you stop eating? Yesterday. What are your long-term life goals?
5: I'm honestly just trying to be able to afford a kid. Absolutely hysterical. I think this is from an account called Rouse Padgett, R-A-U-C-E-P-A-D-G-E-T-T. That's at least the the TikTok account that's on the video. So I assume they're the ones that made it, but brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. These guys are hilarious and uh, we're working on getting in contact with them because I want to, I want to get these guys on. Because that's the reality for millennials and anybody younger these days. You think you're going to have kids? You think you're going to get a house?
6: Prepare to get punched in the face. When I say this, I mean it from the very bottom of my heart. I want to say thank you to all the viewers and listeners for supporting the broadcast over the years. We together have changed the world at an incredible level. And I want to salute the crew as well and all of our sponsors and supporters. Ladies and gentlemen, wow, the fight has really been joined with the globalist and as we go into 2024 the most important election in world history it is now more important than ever to get around the censors and override the globalists so keep spreading the word about the broadcast keep sharing the articles and videos, keep praying for the broadcast and our reporters and the crew and shop at infowarstore.com where for Christmas we have the biggest sales of the year double Patriot points, store wide free shipping up to 60% off on products like BrainForce Plus, BrainForce Ultra Turbo Force is back in stock X2 is back in stock, VASO Beaches is back in stock body's ultimate turmeric formula it's all there my new book the great awakening do your christmas shopping there get great products and fund the infowar thank you infowars.com is tomorrow's news today
4: you're tuned in to the american journal with your host harrison smith Watch it live right
5: now at band.video. All right, folks, we have an update for you about Owen Schroyer. He is out of prison. The team has made contact with him. He is in the sunlight. He is breathing free air. He has been released from the gulag, and he will be appearing on the Alex Jones Show via Skype at 1130. The prison that he was being held in is in Louisiana, probably nine, ten hours away, so he is en route back to Austin, but he'll be Skyping in with Alex Jones at 11.30. Stay tuned for the Alex Jones Show to hear the first word spoken from Owen Schroyer since that faded phone call for which he was thrown into solitary confinement. Feels good, folks. Feels good. The homecoming is on. And he'll be live with Alex Jones at 11.30 today. Very, very exciting to hear. Very exciting to see him Return to the world of the living. We have a lot. We have a lot of stuff to. Let's just let's get into this, shall we? And we're we're gonna be talking to uh, Alex Newman in the third hour. So I'm I'm sort of saving some stories for him, since he's an expert on the Great Reset, globalism. We're gonna be talking about COP twenty eight and the climate change agenda. So I've got some some stories that I'm saving for him that have to do with climate change and censorship and surveillance and all the various aspects of the great reset that we know are now being put into place like Alex said during the Tucker interview like a straitjacket being slowly but surely wrapped around the American people really the people of the world but I want to talk about a, co- a couple other things here first I just I love this little exchange I wonder if I should give you the headline and then tell you the background story or give you the background. I'll give you the background story first. The background story can be found at Daily Wire. Undercover video shows Pornhub employees want porn to steer young people's sexual identities. So it's an undercover video by Sound Investigation, soundinvestigations.com. And it's, a, it's undercover videos of the operators, the writers, the script writers, the whatever, admins behind... The largest pornography sites in the world talking about how easy it is for underage kids to get access and how they're using the influence that they have over kids who are lured into their sordid realm. To affect their sexuality, employees of Pornhub's parent company were caught on camera touting the benefits of underage kids watching pornography and even suggesting that making videos of transgender-identifying people engaging in sex could help young people figure out their sexuality, according to a new video released exclusively on The Michael Knowles Show on Wednesday. Arden Young, the undercover journalist behind the newly released video from Sound Investigations, told Daily Wire host Michael Knowles that the videos indicate that, quote, protecting children is not a concern, maximizing profits is their concern, and they don't seem to care who they hurt in the process. Of course, they're maximizing profits. They're also maximizing sexual dysfunction in young children. Sort of flies in the face of everything we hear about alternative sexualities. After all, I thought they were natural i thought this was something that occurred no matter what i mean this is this is who they are transgender homosexual this is a natural perfectly normal state to be in it can also be you know implanted into you by showing children porn but you know it's totally natural and good and normal and you're supposed to accept it but it can be the outcome of introducing children to graphic sexual material at a young age So they're aware of that and they're in favor of it. I don't think that increases their profits any, by the way. I don't think that's about a profit motive. I don't think that's about greed. I think that's about a different agenda. I think that's about a purposeful warping of young people in particular's minds. For some reason, we don't know why. Why would you want to do that? Well, because they're sick. Because they're sick perverts. That's why. So they show this undercover video of the porn employees saying that they do this talking about how they purposefully slip this into videos to steer young people's sexual identities Michael Knowles shows the video of them saying it the headline from the advocate Pornhub makes you gay or trans conservative Daily Wire pundit Michael Knowles claims it's a little bit different isn't it that's actually an entirely different headline that's just a completely alternative headline to the reality. Michael Knowles' course, response saying, I didn't make that claim though. Pornhub's senior writers admitted it on video. It's a little bit of a different headline. Pornhub makes you gay or trans, Michael Knowles claims. You know, that's a story about Michael Knowles making a claim about something. It'd be a little bit different if the headline instead said, Pornhub makes you gay or trans, says the head writer at Pornhub says they they are using on purpose the influence of pornography on young children to try to make them gay or trans a little bit different a little bit different but he says the anti-lgbtq plus right-wing pundit claimed that companies like pornhub are secretly conspiring to make cisgender straight men change their sexual orientation and gender identity once again completely nonsensical uh, it could literally be anybody. It could be everybody. It's anybody who gets access to this stuff, and kids are getting this access to this stuff at an extremely young age because, of course, by design and admitted on video, they have no limitation. They have no control. They have no attempt to even stop kids from getting on the site, and they brag about that, and they're like, yeah, it's totally easy. Anybody can get on it. Twelve-year-olds can get on it. They all know about it. They have billboards, so you've got billboards for a website with no age verification, you don't think kids know how to type a URL into a phone? Disgusting, but that's, uh, that's what's happening. And it just it makes me think of another thing that goes on uh, with Pornhub in particular, where you know there's lots of headlines. This one from the Ottawa Citizen. Solomon Friedman is on a mission to save Pornhub. A high-profile criminal defense lawyer, firearms advocate, and ordained rabbi plans to make the world's largest porn site a force for good course you have to wonder does he mean a force to increase transgenderism and homosexuality i mean that's what mostly they mean when they say philanthropy when they say doing good what they mean is systematically eliminating the virtues and morals of an upstanding society that's doing good to them so when they say we're doing good that's what they mean i mean that's actually what they mean i mean it's the it's a hosting site who's routinely accused in credible fashion of hosting underage rape material and just the most horrific stuff you could possibly imagine. And that's just the amateur stuff, the professional stuff. Well, that's a whole different realm of drug abuse and systematic sexual abuse and runaways and uh, just, it's awful. It's all awful. And it's owned by a rabbi. But if you point that out, then it's an anti-Semitic canard. See, hate speech is when reality matches the stereotype. But it's just another thing where it's like, they say something, And they're like, yeah, awesome. The Pornhub guys go, we're slipping in gay stuff to make kids gay. And everybody's like, cool, good. That's called philanthropy. And then you go, hey, these guys are slipping in gay stuff to make kids gay. And they're like, what the hell is wrong with you? You transphobic, homophobic bigot. They're like, a rabbi owns Pornhub. And you're like, a rabbi owns Pornhub? And you're like, well, why'd you say it like that? No, but why'd you say it in that tone? Are you anti-Semitic? Just like, I don't, I don't know, man. You're the ones saying this. You're the ones advertising this. I'm sorry that we are just repeating back to you what you yourselves are claiming. But that's the way it works. And it seems to always work like that. And we just saw exactly the same thing with replacement migration. There's like, yeah, we're going to make the majority a minority and they're not going to like it, but we're going to do it anyway. And you just point to that and they go, Wow, I'm shaking. Wow, I'm literally shaking. You're practically doing Nazi propaganda right now. Do you realize that? And the you know, the ultimate irony is, of course, that the first lamentation of Van Jones was that Vivek Ramaswamy was speaking in such a pompous way when Van Jones himself, maybe one of the most pompous and Just condescending people you can possibly imagine. Literally sitting there going, people aren't gonna like becoming minorities in their own country, but it's a good thing and change is hard. I know, change is so hard, but you're gonna have to deal with it and try not to act so condescending from now on, okay? I'm just, it's really off putting how condescending you are, all right? So shut up, get genocided, and try not to act so condescending, okay, sweetie? Boy,
6: I have been in a 28-year marathon battle with a globalist. I have come from nowhere to the very heights of politics, not just in America, but in the world. We are engaging the globalist at point blank range in the information war, but I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered, but the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason we've had the success we are having now the greatest victories in the fight against the new world order we've ever had we are now entering the final mile of the marathon and that's why today it's more important than ever realize how important you've been in this fight and to continue in the efforts you've been carrying out and to intensify them god bless you all i salute you i thank you and i beg you to intensify what you're doing now because we are over the target and history is happening The fight is my fight. It's your fight. It's our fight. God bless you all. What would you do if there was a tyrannical, totalitarian world government taking over whose plan was to kill 90% of the world population, and they were already beginning to do it? You would rally against it. You would fight it. And that's what we're doing. This is the reality of 2023. I just want to thank listeners and viewers for your last year's support and want to encourage you now more than ever to spread the word about the broadcast, to pray for the broadcast, to take clips and share it from the broadcast, and to buy products that enrich your life at InfoWarsTore.com. We have the signed or unsigned copy of my new book, The Great Awakening, The Plan to Defeat the Globalist and Launch the Second Renaissance. Twice as long as my last book, incredibly powerful, signed or unsigned, InfoWarsTore.com. And we have X2 finally back in stock after over year infowarstore.com we have turbo force 10 hour clean energy back in stock and a bunch of other great products as well so please visit infowarstore.com and do your christmas shopping there fund the infowar and get great products all at the same time
4: you're listening to the american journal watch it live right now at band.video
5: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you're having a good morning. Oh, Lord. All right. Here we go. We're jumping. I just, you know, just feel so wrong with the jolly music playing. And really, there's a lot of good things going on right now. But it's like we're just we're just jumping from one topic to the next. We're moving from purposeful replacement migration to Pornhub, underage, pornography, mind control, manipulation. Why not add genocide and anti-Semitism to the list of things that we talk about on this Friday morning? Why not? I'm sorry. I am sorry. I have to talk about all this, but this is what's happening. This is what's going on. This is uh, the real concerning things that Americans have to to know about if we are to defeat whatever's going on here. So let's talk about anti-Semitism. Big fallout to the anti-Semitism free speech hearings in Congress. I'd like to first of all note how frankly jealous I am that claims of uh, anti-Semitism on college campuses, despite being rather unfounded in many cases in other words what they call a call to genocide is often simply palestinian uh, pro-palestinian students not palestinian students for the most part most of them are not palestinian but they are pro-palestinian in the conflict that's ongoing right now the uh, continual bombardment of civilians trapped in an open-air prison that's been going on For a month and more at this point, killing upwards of 17,000 people, the vast majority of which are, are women and children, while hardly doing anything to actually damage the operational capacity of Hamas, the ostensible target of this massive campaign that amounts, in my opinion, to genocide. So they're protesting that. They're saying Palestine will be free from the river to the sea. That's then interpreted as a call to genocide, And then there's demands to uh, silence those calls to genocide despite the fact they are American college students protesting America's involvement and co-signing and contributing to an ongoing humanitarian crisis taking place partly in our name. So I'm a little jealous, honestly, that it's like – it's not really a call to genocide, honestly, if if you actually listen to what the people are saying, but it's being framed as that. And there's congressional hearings and uh, the Harvard pr- president, the Penn president, and all these Ivy League presidents are are quivering. They're shaking. They're terrified. They're issuing apologies. They're begging, please, just we're so sorry. We'll do anything you want. Just don't fire me. Don't make me resign. Don't take your funding away from the school. Just please, for the love of God, please, just we'll do anything you want. We'll change the curriculum. We'll change the rules. We'll shut down protests. We'll do anything you want. Just please. Please don't destroy us. And this is in institutions who not just for the past few years, but for the past several decades, have been hotbeds of anti-American indoctrination, communist thought, critical race theory, anti-whitism in the most unveiled, unmasked way. I mean, truly horrific, vicious, genocidal rhetoric, not just from students that's taken out of context or during a protest or heated moment, but published in their official documents, published in their official newspapers, statements from the college themselves, entire courses about abolishing whiteness. I mean, hotbeds of anti-white, anti-American, pro-communist pro-DEI, pro-CRT, just festering cancer nodes in American society. Not a single congressional hearing, not a single punishment, not a single word from the mainstream media about the effect this is having, the damage this is causing, nothing, just nothing, just silence the entire time. A week after there's a Palestinian protest and suddenly it's congressional hearings, all hands on deck, full force attack against these Ivy League institutions for doing to Jews what they've done to white people without question forever, which again makes you wonder like, all right, so these people pulling their funding now, and there's lots of them, uh, tons of them. Like, I don't know, what I'm learning now is that American academia, these hotbeds of communism and anti-white American, anti-American racist hatred uh, are being funded almost in equal parts by American taxpayers paying for our own destruction and Jewish billionaires who, I don't know if it was on purpose, but provide hundreds of millions of dollars to these schools, perhaps with the sole intention of being able to withdraw those funds should the universities step out of line of their ideology. It's pretty sick. So I want to go to a little compilation just to let you know what I'm talking about here, just in case you've missed it the last few years. This is a great compilation by uh, Vince from Red Elephants uh, from Daily Veracity now, I should say. Uh, just a little compilation, just a few headlines over the last few years, few official publications from places like Harvard. Uh, let's watch the anti-white rhetoric, which has gone not just unopposed but celebrated for the last several years. Let's watch.
9: Cis professor asks, when is it okay to kill whites? New York professor says having a white nuclear family promotes white supremacy. Professor tweets that white people should commit mass suicide. College professor says kill cops, kill all white people, and kill the straights. Professor says all I want for Christmas is white genocide. Georgetown professor says all white people are racist. Trinity College professor calls white people leaving in hard work is a white ideology. College professor says white people are conditioned to commit mass murder. A professor equates math with white privilege. A professor says white supremacist patriarchy is responsible for the Vegas shooting. Professors hold a white racism course at FGCU. USC professor calls for a holocaust against all white people. Professor says I'll teach my children to be cautious and distrust friendship with white people. Baltimore professor says white people need to personally give all of their money to black people. College professor says some white people may have to die to solve racism. College professor says white masculinity is a problem for America. Georgetown professor says all white people are racist. Rutgers professor was taken to the NYC hospital for psychiatric evaluation after he tweeted threatening to kill white people. White professor calls all white people to mass suicide because of slavery. Here's a slide from a college classroom that says white tears on a mug. Here's another slide from a college classroom that says White people stay colonizing. White privilege does exist. Bigfoot unicorns reverse racism. What do they all have in common? Stating that reverse racism isn't real. Y'all, white people are dangerous. The horror story. White people are a plague to the planet. Here's one that says white people are crazy. And finally, how white people play.
5: Plague society. And of course, you, you know, you don't even have some of the ones that we know about. Uh, your DNA is an abomination. That was the Texas state official newspaper put out that article telling white people that their DNA was uh, poison and uh, should be eliminated systematically. Uh, so again, this is not students protesting and, and you know, taking like BLM rioters comments and, and saying that. You know, it represents the the views of the university or whatever. This is actually the views of the university. This is actually the professors and the courses and abolishing whiteness. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. That's all fine. That was all funded to the tune of millions of dollars, tens of millions, hundreds of millions of dollars in some cases. That was good. That was wonderful. That was beautiful. Uh, the problem now, I guess, is that these stupid college kids. I think white people – I think Jews are white, and so they're applying just the same DEI critical race theory programs that have infiltrated and and destroyed in many ways our academic system uh, to the Jews. And now that's intolerable. Congress is getting involved. Everybody's shutting it down. Penn loses $100 million donation over anti-Semitism hearing. This was Ross Stevens, founder and CEO of Stone Ridge Acid Management. Uh, He's withdrawing $100 million. He's uh, appalled at the statement from uh, Penn University that basically the Penn president said, uh, well, nothing really. I mean she basically was just like we let free speech on our campus, so you can't actually do a call to violence. But it's the constitution – like we basically stick to the constitution, which is a lie obviously, right? That's obviously not even true in the first place. They are extremely restrictive in their – uh, rhetoric. And we've seen story after story of college kids who say things that somebody finds offensive and they'll lose their scholarship or get kicked out of college. So, I mean, it's actually not true, but at least she's using the con- constitution as uh, defense. And you get these weird statements here. Billionaire Bill Ackman claims Harvard president was hired because of a DEI initiative. And he says that uh, the DEI era is McCarthy era part two, uh, saying that this is a an aspect of DEI, uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion that they're facing off against—it's not, though. That's not what this is. There really—I ha- haven't seen any calls for genocide, but that's what everything's being uh, portrayed as. So, I-, I guess that's how this works: is you do what they say, or they destroy your university. <laughs> million? It probably goes pretty far away. It's going to be a big blow to them, but uh, bend the knee, Penn. Bend the knee, Harvard. Bend the knee, Ivy League. Keep destroying white people like we told you.
6: One of the most frustrating things about being awake to the globalist agenda is seeing the general public still asleep. By and large, not aware of the magnitude of the incredible danger they're under, but also the ongoing attacks and the magnitude of the death caused by the lethal injections, masquerading as vaccines. It is so frustrating to see people going about their daily lives oblivious, and you realize ignorance is not bliss, it equals death. But people are starting to really understand how serious things are, and that's... That's a hard thing to do, because to wake up to a dystopic reality and realize that we're in the middle of a giant biological weapons war against humanity, and that there's mass sterilization that's already taken place, and they're cutting off all the major energy sources, is really hard to deal with, but it's the reality. Facing it is our only chance to turn this around, because stuff's about to get really, really nasty. Infowars.com.